Hello and welcome to Prince Track by Track. Uh, I am your host Darren and today we're going to be talking about Alphabet Street from Love Sexy. Recorded on the 30th of December 1987 at Paisley Park and released on the 15th of April 1988 as the lead single from Love Sexy. Um, it is Prince with uh, Sheila E and Kat and uh, on horns you have Atlanta Bliss and Eric Leeds. Um, you know, and the, the song on the album is 5 minutes 38, if you can locate the start and end of it on the CD that plays all as one track. Um, for the single, the, the Prince released it with the the portion of it that c- constitutes the video, which is roughly 2 minutes 25, as the A-side. And then the B-side was the rest of the song, including Cat's rap, but slightly remixed. Um, which is just, I mean, such an unusual thing for him to do. But, um, you know, and then there was an extended version, which was called Alphabet Street. This is not music. This is a trip, which was seven minutes and 48, uh, which, you know, kind of took the the kind of the uh, the end portion and just kind of extended it out. Uh, joining me to talk about this track today is Gina Radcliffe. Hello, Gina. Hello. For me, I don't know what I'd say for the genre of the song. I would have to guess, I mean... I would probably say, I don't know, um, just a straight up pop song, really. I don't think it's any more complicated than that. Yeah, it's um, it's very, it's very, very dancey. I, I can't not dance when the song is on. <laughs> yeah. Um, and it's, well, I mean, it, it actually charted um, in the, the US hot R&B and hip hop songs um, at number three, which was higher than its placement in the Billboard chart, where it only got to number eight. Um, and over here, it was released as a single and it only got to number nine, which, you know, for Prince is actually fairly good because our charts are notoriously hard for people to get into. Um, so getting up to number nine is pretty good. And around Europe, you know, it got to number five in Sweden and Switzerland, got to number one in New Zealand um, and number one in Norway. Uh, and as with the singles of the previous couple of albums, it didn't do that well in France. It only got to number 47. I don't know why the French had taken to rejecting Prince since he went and made a terrible film based in their country, uh, but that seems to have happened. You you would think with that you would think with that Love Sexy album, there's just something very French about it. You would think that they would have yeah. just grabbed right onto that. No, evidently they 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 must have uh, you know bared a grudge over uh, under the Cherry Moon, uh, <laughs> making the the French aristocracy look like fools. Um, despite the fact that everybody in that film was English, M- uh, many, many of us know. bore a grudge towards Prince from the Cherry Moon for a little while. So <laughs> yeah, um, so you know, let's talk about the kind of the lyrics of the song. Um, you know, it starts with Prince screaming "No," um, which is actually a kind of it's the "No" that's sampled from the previous song "I Know." So it's almost like the end of that song is Prince screaming "No," but it's also the start of this song. Um, you know, and. From there, Prince, you know, talks about how he's going to take us down to Alphabet Street um, and he's going to crown the first girl that he meets. Um, I, I'm not sure what that means, but... Um, I think, uh, I just, think we know I think we know what it means. <laughs> <laughs> it, just, it just makes me think of Arrested Development where um, Job keeps talking about how he's going to lay the, the, the crown on her sweet head. And um, and Michael can't understand how that is a, a double entendre. He doesn't quite understand what he's talking about. Yeah, so maybe that's maybe this is where Job got that from. Um, and of course, Prince says, "I'm going to talk so sexy, she'll want me from my head to my feet." Um, and I don't, I don't think anyone could ever disagree with that. You know, no, um, no. Anything Prince said 
um, you know, would probably want anyone want him from his head to his feet. Yeah, he could read. Yeah. He could read his grocery list, and you know, just just, <laughs> just the clothes are coming off. Yeah, um, and he talks about how this is really odd because Prince at this point is on this album. He's thirty years old. Uh, this single came out. Um, you know, the, the album itself came out in May, which is it was about three or four weeks before Prince turned thirty. So the fact that he says he's going to drive his daddy's Thunderbird, <laughs> it makes him sound like. He's like a teenager, though I'm guessing he could have he could have inherited this Thunderbird after his father gave it to him, you know, when he was younger and he's had it for, you know, like a decade or something. Well, um, well I sort of feel like it's the, an interesting companion to to um, Raspberry Beret who, because the character in that song that he is portraying, which is, of course, himself, also seems kind of this, you know, callow young person who's a little a little overly confident in himself. You know, not that Prince needs to be overly confident in anything. I mean, you know, he, he's exactly what he says he is, but kind of very cocky and, you know, I'm going to get this girl for sure. And, and just the sort of, it, it comes to that same sort of place. And he says it's a, a white rad ride, 66. And I don't know why someone interrupts and says 67. Maybe Prince is just not that much of a gearhead that he doesn't really know the year that this came out. And I don't know the difference between the 66 Thunderbird and the 67 Thunderbird, or if they made the Thunderbird in those years, or if the Thunderbird is even a car. There are There is a, a, a model car called a Thunderbird. Anything else other than that, I have no idea. I do know that much, but everything else, yeah, then, sure, whatever you say, 67, okay. <laughs> and Prince declares, I'm going to put her in the back seat and drive her to Tennessee. Uh, now, I, I mean, how far is it from Minnesota to Tennessee? That feels like that's quite a distance to go. It's, it's a ride. It, it's yeah. you know, you're 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 on the road for a while. I mean, I'm not sure what the the draw to Tennessee is. I mean, you you'd be hitting Chicago along the way, which would seem to yeah. be kind of a little more exciting. I mean, maybe she likes country music. I don't know. <laughs> it seems like quite a distance to go. I mean, he's going to definitely he's definitely going to need to stop and and stop for gas at some point. Probably well, some snacks. Yeah. <laughs> and the fact that he says he's going to put her in the back seat obviously suggests um you know something something will be going on in that back seat he's he's obviously obviously the the passenger in this case the the girl that has been crowned is definitely not going to be spending um you know her time in the back seat by herself i'm sure prince will join her uh, for a couple of occasions um, you know they they have that you know, they have those rest stops and all you can you yeah know, they're, they're, they can just get a little isolated you know once we get to that we get something that reoccurs in this song a lot is Prince saying yeah 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 not quite like the Beatles but there is a little bit of a kind of Beatley thing maybe going on there um, yeah with, I could I could see that yeah. to the point where the uh, I, I guess we'll talk about the video shortly but it's like at the e- at the end of the video the words yeah 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 show up on the <laughs> show up on the screen it's it's kind of great yeah there's some like some very good video toaster effects going on in that video oh yeah yeah uh, it has chroma keyed the hell out of, <laughs> out of it um, and then you know with the yeah yeah yeahs we get Tennessee and we get drive her um, which leads to a kind of um, uh, like almost like a bit of a bass solo. Um, from Prince, um, before he gets to the kind of um, uh, not the the rap part that he performs, because obviously Cat comes in and and does a rap later on. But the the bit where he says, "Excuse me, baby, I don't mean to be rude, but I guess tonight I'm just not I'm just not in the mood. So if you don't mind, I would like to watch watch." <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "Oh, you're being he's being kind of a." almost a cock tease here you know he's, he's driving her to tennessee and then he's like eh, you know what i don't feel like it 
Yeah, why yeah. don't you, why don't you, why don't you, why don't you, you know, take care of yourself and I'll just sit here. Like, <laughs> and like, I just, what? I just... <laughs> you? Prince? What a disappointment. Yeah, I, I just love the whole, but I guess tonight I'm just, I'm just not in the mood. And it's the hesitation that just makes it quite, like, really feel real. Like, Prince is, like, you know, 30 and he's exhausted from driving all the way down to Tennessee. And he's like, I, I don't know why I did this, like, 4,000 mile trip. But I'm, <laughs> I'm, after being on the road for, like, three days... Uh, for some reason, I've kind of, I'm kind of, you know, cool in the, on the whole idea of what's, you know, um, what's I, I've just, I've just eaten way too much McDonald's and road food. I really, <laughs> I really, really can't. Please, just you, just you, you take care of things. I'll just be sitting here. <laughs> yeah, um, and then we get kind of um, like a, uh, not really a chorus line. It's worth saying there is essentially no chorus in this. Song, no, there really isn't. Apart from the yeah, yeah, yeahs, which kind of like. But when he says, you know, we're going down, 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 if that's the only way to make this cruel, cruel world hear what we've got to say, put the right letters together and make a better day. And it's worth saying that over, you know, over that part, it's particularly prominent, like the horn parts, you know, you can, they kind of really um, mirror what Prince is singing. Um, as they do kind of throughout the song, but there's certain parts where they really, you, where you can really hear the horns. And that's one of the parts where if I'm hearing it in my head, I'm hearing the saxophone and trumpet over the top of it, mm-hmm. um, you know. And obviously, Prince talks about you know better days, um, and then you know says maybe it's the only way. And then we get um, maybe, you know maybe. if you're watching <laughs> if you're watching the the um, the video, that's where the song it finishes. It finishes with the yeah yeah yeah, and that's the end of the song for the video. But for the actual <laughs> song, um, you know, this is where Prince asks Cat. Um, to do some rapping now, Kathy Glover obviously, uh, you know, was a, a dancer for Prince, and um, she'd been on tour with him the previous year for Sign of the Times. If you watch the Sign of the Times concert film, there's a whole thing with Cat and Prince, and um, I think it's Greg Brooks. I, I'm almost certain I get him confused with Wally Safford, but there's like a, a kind of love triangle story that plays out over the the kind of the concert film, um, and you know. Particularly with some of the there's um, the artwork for I think it's it's not sign of the times or it might have been sign of the times, but there's artwork for one of the singles where it's just oh it's definitely sign of the times where it's a person dressed in you know um, a kind of skirt and uh, like a, a crop top and they've got gloves on and they're holding a heart over their face and there was always a lot of debate as to whether that was Cat holding that up. Or whether it was Prince, because um, they basically had roughly the exact same body type, um, and I think you know it's Cat because she, I don't think she's wearing the kind of heels that Prince would wear. Um, <laughs> you know, that's the only really thing that gives it away if you can't see their faces. So you know, she had she she was you know a relatively important part of the the nineteen eighty seven tour. On the nineteen eighty eight tour, again, she had like a really kind of prominent role, and you know, during this song, she you know she gets called upon. Um, when Princess Cat and then she meows, or there's a meow sample, should I say? I don't think it's actually Kathy Glover meowing back at Prince, <laughs> saying we need you to rap. And then he says, "Don't give us to a slow, because we know you know new power soul." And that's the first mention of of that phrase on this album. Something that you know will eventually become an album title later on. Um, and then Prince says, "You got to got to go." And then she <laughs> she sings her rap. Um, and she's, you know, she's not the most accomplished rapper, I would say. Yeah, I, I gotta be honest, I tend to turn it off the, 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 uh, <laughs> at the yeah, 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 I, I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> and, you know, but the funny thing is, it's almost like this is this is the girl that has been driven all the way to Tennessee 
And this is kind of, you know, her trying to get him back into the mood um, by saying, you know, um, talk to me, lover. Come and tell me what you taste. Didn't mama tell you life was too good to waste? Did you tell did she tell you love sexy was the glamour of them all? Uh, if you hang, you can trip on it. You surely won't fall. Now, obviously, uh, Love Sexy being the title of the album, Glam Slam being, you know, another track here. So this is something that Prince will actually do with um, a track that's on Diamonds and Pills, where he basically lists the, the first kind of like seven tracks in a rap. Um, and so, you know, obviously he, he, you know, and then later on, she says, um, you know, <laughs> you kiss your enemies like you know you should, which I don't know if that's anything that anyone knows they should do. No. Um, and then she says, no. you jerk your body like a horny pony would. Now, the thing is, the obviously, horny pony it w- was also a, the name of a track which Prince would later record, um, which was going to be on Diamonds and Pearls, but was then replaced at the last minute by um, Get Off. Um, and the phrase horny pony also features in the rap that Prince does on uh, the track on Diamonds and Pearls. So, I don't know. It's it's just a really weird that the kind of this style of rap where Prince lists titles is something that kind of gets repeated. Um, it's like sort of like a the, weird. This... It's sort of like a weird sneak preview of here's what you have to look forward to. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then you know she finishes off by saying, "Now run and tell your mom about that." And Prince replies, "And while you're at it, tell your pop about this." Do you, do you really want? Do you really want to tell your parents about that much detail <laughs> about uh you know you you. Trips or you know, long distance trips for sexing. I mean, you really don't want to. I mean, even once you're an adult, you don't want to have that kind of conversation with your parents. Um, and then we get this repeated line of "put your love down there when you want to get shot" over and over again. Um, and then you have um, kind of the end of the song has, uh, I think it's Ingrid Chavez actually uncredited doing some like kind of talking, and then she finishes off by saying um, "a b c d e f h I love you," and that's the kind of the last thing that you hear. Um, before the song um, kind of cuts off and then it goes into Glam Slam. You know, um, I think this is... It's interesting that this was like Prince's choice for the single. Um, Obviously, you know, Prince had recorded an entire album and then um, got rid of that album, which is why all the recording dates for Love Sexy are all within the space of about a week because he he hastily had to come up with a new album. And, um, you know... Alphabet Street as a lead single is just, I mean, it's a little bit unusual simply because the fact that, you know, you only have the the word Alphabet Street at the very beginning. And then, you know, if you watch the video, you don't get the words Alphabet Street ever again. Uh, You get (laughs) Alphabet Street if you listen to the whole song on the album, where at the end it says, yay, oh, Alphabet Street. Um, So it's, I don't know, it's just really, for me, it feels like a really odd kind of choice for a lead off single. But then almost everything on Love Sexy is is kind of odd. Yeah, Um, yeah. You know, it's it's not what you would call a, like a mainstream album. Like a lot of it feels very um, kind of there's this kind of thing that Prince starts to do where he he uses certain phrases and things that kind of refer to only stuff that he would know. Like the the phrase "New Power Soul," um, you know, uh, uh, which becomes a kind of a preview of New Power Generation. And there's these kind of like ideas and kind of weirdle in things that he he starts putting into his songs and his music. The kind of I'm not saying they alienated the mainstream because he still had you know a fair level of success after this. It, it becomes one of those things where as a as a fan of Prince, it becomes a lot harder to kind of persuade people who aren't Prince fans that they should listen to him because he has these kind of weird things like having Cat deliver a rap for like a minute and a half in this song. <laughs> but to it, it, I mean, to me, this always just felt like a very odd. I remember hearing it when I was a kid and you know seeing the video. 
um, you know, which we can talk about in a, in a moment because it's obviously a very interesting video. Never quite fully understanding where Alphabet Street was or what he was going to do there or what was happening. Like the, the the kind of the whole song is very kind of uh, kind of odd to me. I don't know how you feel about that. I I, I love it. I mean, I, like I said, again, I I I tend to cut it off right after the 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 way it was released as a single. But it's just it's a very. I mean, I I won't pretend that the lyrics are particularly you know, insightful or, or deep or anything. Um, I, I do find that whole uh, uh, "I would like to watch" thing kind of one of his you know, <laughs> kind of saucier lines. I mean, I mean, he said a lot dirtier things, obviously, but for some reason, just that it's like I'm. It's one of those things I'm actually surprised that that made it onto the radio and onto. MTV because they used to be pretty well. They they still are pretty strict about that kind of thing. It's like, yeah, y'all know he's talking about like masturbating, right? You know, and it's like, um, and it's just I I it's it's charming to me. I can't think of a I can't think of a better word for it. But it's it's you know it's charming. It's catchy. It seems like he's having a lot of fun doing it. And and yeah. in, in the 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 video clip from the concert that you sent me, I mean, he could not look happier to be doing that song. <laughs> He's just like yeah. gr- grinning, like I love this shit. This song's so great. When it, when it when he was performing it on the the, the, the Love Sexy eighty um, eight tour, and it's it's the encore song essentially. Like you know, the, the lights go down, the crowd are cheering, and then they come back for one more song, and it's Alphabet Street, which at the time you know was obviously his most recent kind of hit single. Um, and yeah, he, he, like, it's clear, you know, that him and, you know, he's been playing that, you know, for that entire tour and you can see on his face that he just loves the kind of interaction with the crowd and he keeps getting them to kind of do call and responses. And, you know, the song goes on a lot longer than, you know, the version that's on um, the album by about, you know, like a minute or so. And there's a lot of kind of like vamping and extra stuff that he puts in. And he just, you know, he just really, it's clear that he just loves performing. Mm-hmm. Um, but you're, you know, you're watching a 30 year old prince there in like, you know, the Netherlands in front of a crowd of like 12,000 people, just like having fun and just really kind of like enjoying himself um, even if like the song itself is kind of mostly kind of nonsensical lyrics and doesn't really kind of make that much sense. But when he says, you know, I would like to watch and he's saying it like, you know, to um, I think he's saying it to Kat. And, you know, there's points where she, you know, she and Prince are both doing like the same dance moves. <laughs> and it's like, you know, which involves kind of jumping up and down quite a lot. And throughout the song, you'll see Sheila E and Kat are both kind of dancing in time throughout. Even when Sheila E's having to try and get over to her like little kind of drum kit that she's got set up. She's still trying to have to dance along. Um, yeah, that's to, that's to impressive. Kind of just kind of you know yeah. dancing in a in a in a, in a you know a, a specific direction. You know, just like I can't even imagine how uh, how difficult <laughs> that must have been. And can I point yeah. out that that Prince's hair in this clip is just it, it is it is a thing to behold. <laughs> it is it is massive. It's and, funny because throughout the show, his he like he does a number of costume changes, and his hair kind of at one point is tied back, and it, you know he obviously lets it down for for the encore, and so it gets kind of like really really big. Um, yeah, it, a lot, it's, a lot bigger than it is on the album cover as well. For, yeah, for it's it's just like it is. It is gloriously out of control. <laughs> yeah, and I've been the same with like Cat and Sheen Ree. Their hair is very like nineteen eighty eight. Oh yeah, um, yeah, yeah. You know they've got they've got a lot of product going on in that hair. 
Well, that, that was the phase that, that he uh, he was still in that phase where like his everybody in the band, you know, uh, kind of especially the ladies, kind of had to look like him in a, in, a, in a sort of way. So they were, <laughs> yeah, you know, they all looked like they were like borrowing from each other's closets and all, even to the point where they had like the same similar hairstyle and and all. So it was you know, you know, fascinatingly disorienting. <laughs> yes. Uh, yeah. Obviously, uh, this song featured on, you know, the hits one and a number of other kind of, um, you know, compilations um, throughout the years. Interestingly enough, um, you know, there are a few kind of, I mean, I'd say there's like a couple of notable covers, one of which doesn't even really kind of like sound like the song itself, which is the Jesus and Mary Chain one. Which, you know, if you know Jesus and Mary Chain, it sounds like what you'd expect a Jesus and Mary Chain song to sound like. I, I never, until until a minute before we recorded this, I had never heard that. <laughs> and and it took me a minute. I'm like, mm, I don't know what I think of this. And, oh, that's kind of, it's, it's interesting. Of course, it's very droning. It's very dragging. But, but, like, as you say, it sounds a lot like Jesus and Mary Chain. I'm like, this is... <laughs> it's interesting. I don't know that I love. I don't know that I love it, but but it's but it's yeah. interesting. I mean, the other kind of notable version is the Sufjan Stevens version, which he which for some reason was on a Christmas album. Which <laughs> yeah, I thought that. I was like, wait, this is oh, this is a right. There's this beloved holiday <laughs> classic, Alphabet Street, yeah, of course. And, it, and he kind of only performs half the song anyway, which is disappointing because I would have liked to have heard him tr- attempt. Um, to do cat's rap at the very least but yeah and obviously now the video was very important because uh, at least for one single frame of the video where it implored people please do not buy the black album obviously the black album you know was available on bootleg pretty much anywhere where people sold records Um, and the, the the video itself obviously as became kind of prince's specialty was a chroma key video with prince on a couple of frames wearing a shirt that kind of you can see through his body because he he hasn't checked what the chroma key looks like um and you know that's the point where he's saying i'm gonna drive my daddy's thunderbird and he's kind of doing this with his arms and uh, you know, kind of making it as if he's driving the steering wheel and, and you can kind of see through his arms a little bit, whatever shirt he's wearing. Um, and there's a, a, quite a few times in the video where he kind of does the splits. Um, and <laughs> I mean, it's, it's it's funny because obviously most of the background is a lot of um, falling letters, uh, you know, like they're just kind of all over the place. And, f- you know, for one frame, it does say, please do not buy the Black Album, it, mixed up amongst all those letters. Yeah, it's one of those very, it's one of those very uh, literate, uh, or let's just say literal music videos where where everything that happens is kind of pertains to a lyric in the song so like he's gesturing driving it's alphabet street so of course there's like letters falling around it's it's you know <laughs> yeah. it, 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 like back in the 80s you either had videos that were just a bunch of random images sort of just strung together or you had literal interpretations of the lyrics, and I, and I would say that this this lean more on on, on that side. Uh, again, it wasn't like it's, this isn't one of his deeper songs or, or deeper videos. It's just kind of silly fun. Yeah, um, and you know, um, <laughs> apparently, um, the, like the decision to make the video was just kind of like something that Prince did like one afternoon. Um, like spur of the moment he's just decided um, you know to make a video and he, he called um, Alan Leeds who was his um, tour manager brother of, of, uh, of Eric and he asked um, you know Sheila E and, and Kat uh, to come down to to um, to this uh, uh, you know um, this the, the kind of studio where they were going to shoot um, and um, <laughs> the thing is 
Um, apparently, it was done at the, like they rented equipment from a local cable TV company, um, and you know, at like seven o'clock at night one night. Um, I think it, I think it's given us sometime in March nineteen eighty eight. They just basically, you know, shot this video, <laughs> um, and you know, there's a there's a, a white thought for. Uh, there's a white Ford Thunderbird in the video, but it's a 64, not a 66 or a 67. Um, so, you know, Prince tried, but obviously, you know, there's only, there's only so so well he can kind of uh, do that. But yeah, you know, like it was just shot very quickly one night um, and then edited the next day. And, you know, that was it. You know, there's the video for the, for the lead single, um, which I just I thought was quite funny. It's just like Prince is just like, yeah, I'm going to make a video. Here we go. And, and there it is. Make it, just make it happen. <laughs> yeah, um, and obviously, like we say, the the are words that pop up on the screen as well as the letters in the background, um, and the, the the video does finish with the word "yeah" kind of just popping up three times, and, <laughs> and and occasionally, whenever Prince says "yeah," there's like a "yeah" with an apostrophe that kind of comes up uh, over the top, video toaster style, and it's just I don't know. It's it's really funny because it like you know. The fact that Prince was just like, yeah, let's do let's do a video out of nowhere, um, you know, is just is kind of something that you would expect Prince to do. Um, but then at the same time, you, you feel like Prince could, you know, he, he should have put like maybe a little bit more effort into it. But I don't know. I can imagine that once he's done it, he's like, yeah, I'm done with this now. I've, I've got other stuff to be doing. I don't need to be, be making another, you know, spending an hour or so doing another t- take of anything. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I just like, picture um, I just picture her making that little like dismissive hand wave like yes this will do thank you <laughs> <laughs> yeah um, so but you know obviously the video that was the kind of the first way that I learned about Alphabet Street so you know it worked um, you know it, that, that and obviously that's the point of music videos is to kind of publicize songs so and it's worth saying that the single art for Alphabet Street was there was no art <laughs> it was a clear it was a clear plastic sleeve for the seven inch with just a sticker that said Prince alphabet street and that was the same with the the other singles off this uh off this album yeah i wish i'd bought it on single um i uh I, I wish i could remember what the sleeve looked like for that but i don't remember it being anything particularly notable so it's probably just like a picture and just a picture of them and just you know alphabet street on it this was actually the first single that was released as a cd by prince Oh. Um, not not in the US, only in the UK and Japan. Um, you know, I, I don't know what's going on in the US that they weren't embracing CDs by 1988, but uh, apparently, um, you know, that was we, that was the choice. We were still um, holding on. We were still desperately holding on to eight track because we just we just knew cassette, <laughs> cassette, cassettes just weren't going to last. We were, we were going to go back to vinyl and eight track any day. Yeah, um, and of course, in 1992, um, this song made Prince a little bit more money. When the hip hop group Arrested Development, not the TV show, um, decided to sample the word Tennessee from Alphabet Street. Now, I can see why they did it, because in the song, Prince, all the instruments stop and Prince says the word Tennessee. And so uh, and then he repeats it later on in the song. So if you're going to if you're going to sample something, obviously you need it to be clean. And so having the word Tennessee clean, obviously, you know, they sampled that and they used that as the, the main part of the single Tennessee, which was, you know, the name of their single. Um, Prince sued them and, <laughs> and he agreed with the lead singer of the group speech that uh, they would pay $100,000 for that sample. Um, and then, um, you know, rather because Prince, you know, he, he could have demanded a co-writing credit, but he, he decided not to go that route. 
Um, you know, as he had done with um, MC Hammer when MC Hammer sampled stuff for uh, Prey, you know, he got a co-writing credit uh, and obviously then got royalties from that single, you know, for the rest of time. Um, on this occasion, he just took the one-off payment and speech from Arrested Development, you know, obviously acknowledged that that was actually a better deal for them because that meant they didn't have to keep paying him royalties. And so, you know, the success of that single, um, you know, actually benefited them. You know, Prince got a single payment and he was happy with that. Um, and I do remember hearing that single when I was younger and thinking, this sounds very familiar to me, <laughs> this one word Tennessee. Uh, but, you know, it, it took a while before I could actually get that confirmed that it actually was from, you know, a Prince song. Because obviously there was no um, there was no credit on the actual single for for that one that one word, um, you know. Uh, and I, I did actually find a live cover of, of the song online done by uh, Dame Beverly Knight, um, who is actually from where I live. Um, and that is the only reason that I would say go look for that. Uh, it's a. You know. I listened to that one a bit. It's a pretty. It's a pretty. Out of the other, certainly compared to the other two covers you brought up, it's certainly the most faithful. Yeah. Um, she doesn't like. She doesn't change the lyrics to uh, you know to some boy that I meet. She still you know keeps it some girl that I meet and and. Yeah, it's, it sounds certainly sounds the closest to the original. Um, but you know, it's just it's just it's. I mean, the the other versions that I found online weren't super high quality. But you know, <laughs> it's it's like it's as with pretty much anything that's on YouTube that's like a live thing these days. It's just someone's mobile phone, and you know, you get what you you get what you expect when it comes to that. Um, so, um, out of five, I would have to say five, um, simply because. I think you know this is this album is very you know is is after having Sign of the Times having like sixteen tracks we're back down to you know like nine tracks and um, you know of those nine tracks I think this is possibly um, you know my I'm, I'm not going to say my favorite because I think there's a couple of other songs on here that I I maybe listen to a bit more but this is certainly one of the better tracks I feel. Oh yeah, I love it. It's it's it, it's so much fun. It's 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 bright and it's funny and it's just it's it's a. It's just a really uh, joyful song to listen to, and it, and it made me happy to to watch that video and see how much he enjoyed performing it. Okay, well, let's go to plugs then. Have you got anything we should plug, Gina? Uh, I am the co-host of the Kill by Kill podcast, uh, in which we talk about horror movies according to the characters. Uh, we're in, well, we're actually getting fairly close to wrapping up the, the Friday the 13th series. I think we have three more Um the uh, around the time that we're recording this, we're about to start uh, part eight, Jason Takes Manhattan. Uh, you can look that up on it's under Kill by Kill uh, or the uh, on Instagram Kill by Kill Podcast and Twitter at Kill by Kill Pod. Great stuff. You can find us on Facebook at Prince Track by Track or on Twitter at Prince Podcast, or you can email us. I don't know why you would at Prince Track by Track at gmail.com. Thanks for being my guest once more, Gina. My pleasure. Thank you. And otherwise, yeah, yeah, yeah.